0: of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We can make our own uh That's crunching bones. Halloween soundtrack, right? Yeah. Those yep. are the best. My mom played that tape. Yeah. I remember it was orange. A too. cassette
2: tape. I had one too. Orange, black so like, riding. Yeah. It was
1: like bones crunching, mm-hmm. um, howling, wind, and chains. Yeah. And she'd flip that sucker over and play it all like, day. Long. All day long. All all October. I sure, right? <laughs> and then yeah. as soon as that one's done. It was Christmas chipmunks. Oh heck, for yeah, another man. two months. Yeah, so.
2: but no, the uh, a spooky season continues here at Casual Preppers. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, mm. I figured
1: why not? Why not? Like, we were like, why don't we just make it scary all the way around? All, all we'll just keep freaking months. I was just talking to my brother. I yeah. think mid September mm-hmm. to like mid October is like the End best of October, time of the year. All the way. Through I like October. it. It's just that last week can be a real dirty whore. Sure. Yeah. It can be cold. Yeah, snow it sometimes. It can. But
2: it's been good so far, though.
1: It's been amazing. Pretty dang good. It's been amazing. It's like 70 yeah. degrees. Oh. And that's rare. But I love it. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <don't> know, <laughs> yeah,
2: then like a, a weird laugh or something. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. People make
1: money on that. <laughs> yeah, they,
2: yeah. They make money on those things. you imagine like some guy going to his boss? Listen to
1: his boss. We're going to make a bunch <laughs> Scary sounds. I went to listen to the whole thing flipping around. Gonna, Side B super scary. Yeah, we're gonna sell this. Yeah. This is gonna be a hit. <laughs> and it was. It was. Everybody had it. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody had that had tape, it, man. man. Yeah, for sure. I actually saw I saw it like a couple it was like a few months ago at my parents. I was digging through the drawer for some candy or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, there's that tape. <laughs> oh man. The orange one man brought it home. It's a good one. Maybe they were all orange, but I don't know. All right. All right. But anyway. Let's talk about some haunted places. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I wanted that. to do this um, because, like, I remember growing up, you always talked about your hometown and yeah. the haunted houses. Did I ever tell you about the haunted house in Bear River City, Utah? You you I think I might have mentioned about it before. Some haunted place. So it's called Dead Man's Cave. Dead Man's Cave. That's yeah. what it was. Uh, yeah. Long story short, motorcycler went off yeah. down that, got his head cut off. Yeah, put a carp in place of his head. Carp. Still roams the banks of the Bear River. You don't want to see day. that. That's no. a scary thing to come Dead upon. Dead man's cave. Dead yeah. man's cave. Scary. Also, you can go and park on the bridge at midnight, mm-hmm. and there's a baby crying down. Oh. In the on the river, yeah. sometimes it glows blue. You take your lady down. There. I tried to do it a couple of times on dates in high school. I'm like, come on, that's it. I gotta be home five minutes. <laughs> yeah. my mom's. Curfee's midnight. Mom's, we're not gonna catch it at the right time. Cause yeah. I got 50 minutes to get you home and get myself back home. Don't make no sense. Or I got a milk in the morning. <laughs> that was my punishment. I'm. Um. <laughs> I work at a dairy. That ain't a weird thing to say. <laughs> smell those <with> hands. You <laughs> smell ass cow pooping. That, like, that smells like an udder. That's powdered milk. That's an you udder. Enjoy baby. it. Yeah. <laughs> you ever smelled it. an udder? <laughs> Take a whiff of that. Take a whiff of that baby. That's pretty good. Now what you think? Never <laughs> huh? tell you I had a watch that I always wore, and I like when I fed calves, like hmm. it was just caked with like. Powdered milk and oh, like, really? it stunk Mixing so bad. The, the cow, yeah. Because yeah. I never, I, yeah, that's fun. Couldn't wash it off. You no, know, heck no. But anyway, <laughs> before we get into this scary mm-hmm. episode, I want to tell you about something that's can be scary for some. Yeah, it's self reliant medical care. It you may them. not feel confident mm-hmm. enough to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. There is a way that you can learn up on it. I want to. You just get the prepper's it. medical handbook. By wilderness medicine expert and genius William W. Forgy beard model, probably. He is a beard model, guys. Beard is glorious, he's, yeah. Like, I instantly feel like he could just solve any medical problem, yeah. Just look like the look of him. Like, like I got dude's...
2: a problem, I got cancer, I
1: have a brain tumor, I've got <laughs> AIDS. He just looks at you for like two minutes, he's like, I can tell you what's going on. Let me tell you. <laughs> now, he sounds like Charles Hamgood. Yeah, oh, like, maybe sh- he is Charles. <laughs> I don't know, anyway. Um, this book. Uh, is probably one of the best medical handbooks that I think you can have in your Prepper library because it's easy to read. It's not super complicated. It goes over key points that are going to help you and your family survive with minimal medical training. Yeah, Go get it. It's the Prepper's Medical Handbook. You can get it at preppersmedicalhandbook.com or just go to Amazon where everybody else goes. Yeah. It's a good book. It You'll is. love it. Give it to yourself and to others for Christmas. Give it to yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, so let's yeah. talk
2: about some haunted places around the world. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of focus on Europe and North America. Most important there's places, so right? many <laughs> Yeah, where, do the other places even exist? I don't know. Um, these are the most important places. I we hear you, Australia. I know you're out there. You got to a You're kangaroos. basically a piece of Europe,
1: right? Yeah, That's <laughs> where your history.
2: Say. That's where you came from, anyway. Yeah. You were all, yeah. Anyway, um,
1: yeah. So let's talk Didn't about. We that. Didn't we all? Didn't come from Europe, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, so it was kinda hard. There's there's so many there's so many things to talk about. Yeah, we kinda I kinda picked the ones that I thought were most interesting and okay. had kind of good stories. Um, I don't know what Kobe did. He Something did, like that. Did his own thing. So. I did my own thing. Let's talk about a little place called Hoya Basui. What's that now? Hoya Basiu. I don't know how to say uh, it. It's in Romania. Oh yeah. So it's just outside of Cluj Napoca. Which you is Club napoca. Yes, <laughs> which is Romania's second um, city in the depths of Transylvania. I've always wanted to go to Transylvania, I, man. I do so bad because yeah. there's so many things around there. Yeah. I think it's just like the center of Halloween. Yeah. It's like it was all created there. Mm. I have actually one or or two or three from um, Transylvania cool. area or Romania, yeah. I should say. Anyways, it's called the creepiest forest in the world. Why? I hadn't even heard about it. I haven't either, but now you will. Yeah. So allegedly. Well, you know what? I think we actually did mention this at one point because mm-hmm. there was a UFO sighting there. Oh, okay, cool. So there's a clearing there that is allegedly the creepiest part of the forest. Mm-hmm. It defies investigations of soil scientists. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> Look at the soil. The best of the best <laughs> of soil scientists have tested it and they can't figure it out. I don't know, I don't know where this comes from. <laughs> um, weird but, uh, dirt, weird dirt and it attracts Romanian witches apparently they're still there sword wielding Americans (laughs) and people who try to cleanse the forest of evil through medium of yoga so there's like people flock there man to go do yoga yeah and and they're trying to purge the earth of so what are the Americans
2: doing with swords I don't even know that is the only part that doesn't fit (laughs) maybe it's like sword yoga that sounds like an American thing
1: Come on down. Try a sword yoga. You want to LARP and do a little yoga? <laughs> Can you imagine? That's a way to do it. That, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. Anyway, um, the place is named after a shepherd who went missing in the forest with a flock of 200 sheep. Just all of them, I guess, disappeared. Just gone. So, wow. um, it came to international attention in 1968 when Emil Barnea, a mm-hmm. military technician, photographed what he claimed was a UFO hovering over the clearing. For sure. They say that this clearing, too, the grass and everything, just doesn't grow. Like, there's no vegetation mm. in this clearing. Uh-huh. But then the the rest of the forest is creepy in and of itself. Interesting. Visitors that um, visit the area, they say they experience nausea, anxiety, the feeling of being watched. Okay. And the failure of electronic devices. So, it's like a weird magnet mm. location. <laughs> Okay. There's a bunch of EMPs going. Ectoplasms, of course, are oh, of course, often yeah. routinely seen by joggers brave enough so to So,
2: ectoplasms, that's like Slimer, basically. It's got to be Slimer, it's right? It's like Slimer yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which would be the coolest ghost to come across. Oh, yeah. Slimer you imagine? man. I'd be like, can I get a selfie, bro? fat blooper, yeah. you get a little all pissed off. Give him some food. Yeah. So, um, a lot of things have been seen there. Many of the trees also grow in a zigzag pattern or in spirals. Like they grow like this? They grow like zigzaggy. Wow. No one knows why. Tree scientists and soil scientists have been trying to figure it out. They are
2: perplexed. Yeah.
1: Um, Scientists who have come to investigate, they just can't figure out why. And every single tree that spirals does so in a clockwise direction. What? Don't know. Don't know why. What? So it's weird. Yeah, that's weird place. Um, A group of like, well, people always, you know, they always got. They're trying to get hits on YouTube, so yeah. they go and spend the night there and try and explain like what their experiences are. There's a, a two guys that go and do this. One of them's Alex, and the other one, Marius. I don't Tonight. know their last names. Couldn't find. I don't care. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. But apparently, they went and stayed the night there, and they said that they like they had heard over and over like very loud hoof noises. Oh, hoof. Yeah. Like horses or a particularly large deer, just over and over. But when then they'd stick their heads out of their tents, they didn't see anything. Interesting. That was weird. Yeah. The next time they, uh, the next night that they slept, as um, I think it was Alex was sleeping in his hammock, he waited to see if he'd hear the sound again, and then boom, a bat <laughs> smashed into his face. Like. A flying bat, or like a, a baseball bat, bat. <laughs> like I somebody know. just giving it him with a baseball bat. <laughs> one of the joggers just <laughs> put it right across Sub- his nose. Ah. You don't sleep here. <laughs> yeah,
2: get out that stupid hammock.
1: So I apparently I'm super weird. Nice. And um you of them sword yoga the other guys. guys. Had, hey. He stayed there on another occasion, but mm. apparently was he stayed there with a very morbid man who talked about his obsession with death <laughs> and how he enjoyed being with people as they died. Uh, what? And he said that was the scariest time he'd ever been in the forest. Well, yeah. You picked a real freaking weirdo. Yeah,
2: come on, Mary, Get some so better anyways, friends. So anyways,
1: apparently this forest has a lot of weird stuff around <clears throat> it. Interesting. people have seen uh, Slimer. Oh, so yeah. That's ah, pretty cool. Kyo. Yeah. So, Let's go check it out. Go check it out. Um, Gunnvar, Iceland. Gunhver. This one um sounds kind of cool uh because it has like a really um good legend. Okay. There's a lady, her, her name, name uh, well it's named after Guna,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a woman who lived there um in Rey, Reykjavik peninsula, I don't know. 400 years ago. Gudrun Guna lived on the peninsula in a small house It was owned by a lawyer named uh basically William isn't, isn't that how you Wil- I'm a, Wil- Johnson Wil- Johnson. William Johnson. Yeah. William Johnson. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm the attorney on this here island. <laughs> I you been in a car wreck? <laughs> Gotta have a lawyer everywhere, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Locals suspected her of being a witch because mm. of a mysterious pot in her house that was always brewing something. Oh, my I God. What's she doing in there? Uh... You making a stew? <laughs> what is it? The little accusations <laughs> of being a witch, they're like, she's cooking all the time. It's weird. Uh, she always got something on that pot. So, anyway. Hmm. What happened was, mm-hmm. um, basically, the the lawyer guy mm-hmm. owned the land, and he's like, she wasn't paying her rent, so he took away her pot. <laughs> he went in. Well, that doesn't seem like the way to do it. I know, right? He took away the very thing that she was yeah. um, using to, you know, conjure up whatever. Okay. Anyways, she was so mad about it that she just starved herself to death. That doesn't seem like <laughs> the best way to go about <laughs> it, <know>. right? <laughs> She was so you mad. My
2: pot? I ain't eating that ain't no ain't more.
1: I can't cook it. Yeah. So she she ended up dying during her mm. funeral. The men who carried her coffin to the cemetery had noticed that the coffin mm. was oddly lighter. Well, well she, she hadn't. starved herself to death. <laughs> she hadn't eaten. Um, but yeah, yeah, they were like, that's weird. It's almost like no one's in there. As they were digging her grave, they heard Guna's specter scream, okay. No need dig her dig, uh, this is no need deep dig, no plans long to lie. I was like the weirdest. Like I yeah. think that was poorly interpreted. Some broken English there. Yeah, that
2: doesn't make any sense.
1: The next day, Johnson was discovered dead. Oh my god! So the, he took the pot. She starved herself to death. When she died, the next day he, he was found dead, and his body was bruised with broken bones. They believe that she got a revenge. Sure, she went and beat him to death. Yeah, the angry poltergeist wasn't content at that. Jeez. She continued to terrorize people throughout the whole peninsula frustrated they um ended up finding a priest yeah. that could um kind of like get rid of her yeah get rid of her it's like it's kind up of a weird he goes, way he like came up with this like ball of twin you know like those big ball and chain things sure that somehow she got trapped in and she, they threw her uh threw it in pulling her into the hot pot there that's still there today the spring like it's a geyser and they say it goes off. So they
2: kind of just glossed over the part that how they got her into that thing?
1: Yeah. They said that,
2: yeah, it didn't ever say exactly how they trapped her. Yeah. Like, he's some kind of ghostbuster. So he come up and go, piece of cake, piece of quam cake. Like, <laughs> remember remember yeah. from Casper when they are trying to get
1: all the people to get rid of the ghosts?
2: That's,
1: That's what exactly was what was going yeah. on. Interesting. So anyways, he captured her, threw okay. her into the pot, and apparently they say that she never went all the way in and then she lives on the edges of the pot, and she comes out still. You could see her ghost see. and apparition every that's, once in a while. That's unfortunate for her. Not the most else. exciting, but kind of a cool story behind yeah. it. I like that one. This one probably has the most disturbing history. Okay. Just a really messed up castle. Okay. Mushum, Mushum? Mushum. Mushum Castle outside of Salzburg, Austria.
0: Mm.
1: Mushum Castle, uh, or Schloss Mushum, is a medieval castle and. Unterberg region, Salzburg, Austria, built on Roman foundation as early as 1191, which is crazy how old it is. Anyways, it had seen like multiple wars, so it was was a really good... It's stationed or positioned really well to be like a um, strongly and heavily guarded fort. Like a stronghold for some Very wars. good stronghold yeah. because of the position and, and how it can, basically you have to climb a hill to get to it. It's, okay. It's yeah. a really good uh um, That's perfect. Location. That's where you put castles. And that's where you put castles or yeah. LDS temples. Or LDS temples. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, because uh, it oversees the whole town and sure. everything like that. It's gone through like Flemish uh revolt and max or anyway i'm not gonna go into all that history yeah, okay castle was besieged by peasants during the german peasants war so lots of death lots of blood but what was most interesting it w- was the witch hunt of like 1675 okay so-called Z- <laughs> Zauberer jackal trials okay zauber led to the execution of 139 people most of them were actually male what? The mass hysteria started with Barbara Coleran, who was arrested for theft and sorcery in 1675. Mm. She was put on trial with her partner, Paul Kalthenpa- Patcher, Packer Packer. During torture, Barbara confessed that her son, Paul Jacob Kohler, uh, had made a pact with Satan. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Here you get my son. Before you pull off my arms, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you about my son. Yeah. Before you cut me in half. Yeah. My son made a pact with Satan. I have a tale to tell. Go ask Paul. So yeah. she did. They did. Paul mm-hmm. Kaltenberg confirmed her story. She, she's right. Uh, of course. He is the devil child. Yep. Barbara yep, was that. executed in August of that year, huh. and the hunt for Jacob began. They were like, let's kill her. Yeah. Let's go find this witch. This... In sixteen seventy seven, the government received news that Jacob was dead. Of course, but yeah. When they arrested a young beggar named Dionioso Feldner mm-hmm. that news was contra- uh, contradicted the 12 year old handicapped Feldner also known as Dirty Animal that's
2: what they call him on the streets
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poor kid that was his yeah. little cripple that's boy that's Dirty Animal over there Actually, no, that's, a, a that's a 12
2: year old handicapped
1: kid we call him Dirty Animal <laughs> <laughs> no, that was pretty like pretty sad poor little handicapped kid he told the authorities that he had been in contact with Jacob shortly before his arrest oh, okay. according to him Jacob or Jackal was the leader of a gang of beggar children and teenagers from the slum. What? Yeah. Feldner also claimed Jackal had taught the children black magic. Uh, You don't do that. So, anyways, they freaked out Mm -hmm. and ended up just gathering up all these kids and homeless and just torturing them to death. Okay. So that's how that was taken care of. Okay. Those were the witch trials of Mushom Castle. Mushom Castle. The castle was involved in the whole process. Administration, the court, the imprisonment and torture and execution of 139... 113 were males. So they were you know, just they going were the after the boys. Yeah, weird, huh? That's kind of different. <laughs> yeah. 39 were just children. The youngest was 10. Um, Most of them were between ages 15 and 21. Jeez. And then somehow an 80-year-old lady was part she of that. She was also kind of part of the game. I don't know if she's feeding them or <laughs> she was, she was making like the stoop. foster mom, Yeah, but she got killed too. Living in her basement. Before the followers of Jackal were executed, they were br- brutally tortured. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them, like, their hands were cut off. They were burned with uh, an, an iron and hanged and decapitated. And wow. to this day, people can still hear and see, like, the spirits of these boys wandering around. I could see that. So, anyway, that all happened. Things kind of settled down for about 100 years. And then um, a bailiff came to power. Um, under His name was Anton. Okay. Shorgan Tony, Shrogan, Scrotum Tony, (laughs) he was super cruel and tortured prisoner, so the evil came back. Yeah, it came back. And there's a story that goes along with that. One night, a carriage showed up with a man in a black cape and came and found Tony, who was drunken, and said, good night, dear man. I come from hell, and my prince ordered me to prepare you for your journey. Oh, gosh. Tony started to plead. He knew this day was coming eventually, but he wasn't ready to face his fate. But the dark figure was ruthless and dragged Tony along in his carriage and took him down to hell for eternity. Wow. In a carriage? Yeah. Yep. Uh Then, like, not too long after that, local deer and stock were found killed and mutilated around the castle. And so then superstition Mm -hmm. grew that there were um, werewolves and vampires and all that. There was. So it's just, like, death and then people just, like, they anything just triggered him to freak out. There's a lot of mass place. hysteria. This place sounds awesome. It does look amazing. <clears throat> Anyways, they believe these people had turned into werewolves at night, feasting on the flesh of these, uh, animals. The okay. locals went up to the castle, captured the residents and murdered them in their own courtyard. After this, the castle was abandoned.
2: Yeah. Don't want to so, go there no more.
1: Still, they believe there's werewolves and witches that roam around the area to this day. Um, visitors say if when they go there, um, they feel like they're being watched. Everybody feels like they're being watched in Romania I, I know, or yeah. in Austria or any of those areas. Um, They also feel the touch of ghosts. Mm-hmm. They've gone into, when you go into, like, the torture chambers, they feel like they're being breathed upon. That's the worst. I don't, I don't like that. Have you ever been into, like, you know when, like, a room's, like, super, super cold, and that's always, like, their spirits. You know? Yeah, they're sure. Cold spirits. Yeah. They were feeling that too. Okay. Disembodied voices have been heard during EVP sessions. Okay. A dark presence softened felt in Tony's room mm. because he's dragged to hell, obviously. <laughs> and yeah. doors tend to open and close on their own. There are also claims of people hearing footsteps. And when they turn around, there's no one there. Banging noises are often heard as well, of course. Man. Somebody's playing that little tape. Yeah. Over and over. And got, got her in and the basement. So there's a lot that went on there. Yeah. Lots of battles, lots of death. Lots of children murdered and werewolves and witches. witches. That's a wonderful story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, so if you ever want to go there, that's musham Castle outside of Salzburg. They should Austria. make it an Airbnb. I want to go to, to Austria. Probably. I'd love to go to stay at musham Castle for the Mushum night. Mousham sounds real nice. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, so on to Germany. Mm-hmm. I can't say this one. Pfaffen. Fennaußel. Fennaußel. Berlin. On the yeah, on the beautiful island of Fennaußel in Berlin. There are, <laughs> you wait, a little Arnold there that was there are rumors about the soul of an alchemist doing magic black magic um, still to this mm. day his name was Johan Kunkel Kunkel yeah, I got a, an uncle named Kunkel <laughs> he was an alchemist that was known to dabble in black magic on the secret island so this island was actually um, it, it, it kind of sits off and it's surrounded by water because it's an island but um <laughs> It's in a really weird place, like in, uh... Typical of islands.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Surrounded by water. I was was like, why did I say it that way?
1: I was going to say moat, but... Yeah, sure. Um... But he was known to be able to like forge rubies, really. And so, um, I don't, I don't know who was in power at the time, but they're like, you get your own little island, hmm. and you go and make me some rubies, go get those rubies going. But it was believed that he was also practicing black magic. Well, there. if you can forge rubies, of course you're gonna do some black yeah. magic. And he was by himself, you know, he do all kinds of black magic. He was magic surrounded when no one's around by water. Like <laughs> an island. island. It's an like island. island. Just like an island. <laughs> Anyways, uh. People had said that they, you know, black smoke and the smell mm. of chemicals were coming from the island all around. Like, farmers were always like, stinks over there. Smells weird. <laughs> He's doing weird stuff. Yeah, what, what's going on on that And then island? they get paid rubies, and they're like, that's fine. You I don't do care about that smoke no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's fine. <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, when the great elector died, the person that uh-huh. had him doing all this, his support was obviously, it fell through, and... Yeah. He ended up just burning down the location that he lived in Jesus Seems, seems like went a... he went and uh he went to Swedish king. And okay, he gave up on the Germans and went and Sweden. found the Swedish king and became his jewel maker. I guess ruby but, maker, I, which is weird. I'm like they still believe to this day they can see uh, a figure that's like caped up, like mm. came from Skyrim and yeah. it has like glowing red eyes, mm-hmm. and they believe it's. Johan still doing his black magic. Okay. Even though he, he went and went, lived went with to the Sweden. Swedes and yeah. he was fine. But the thing is that this island was used um, for Prussian King Frederick William II, his mistress. He actually built a castle there. For her. And he brought in all these exotic animals. It had alligator, buffalo, kangaroo, monkeys, lions, wow. peacocks, all over on the it's island. It's like a zoo. Yeah. Yeah. And well... Berlin decided, let's bring them all to the zoo. Oh, okay, yeah. But you can still, like, if you go there, a lot of people say you can still see exotic birds that don't belong there in Berlin. Oh, that's kind of cool. you can see, sometimes see Johann Kunkel yeah. out there doing his black magic thing. Just making room. So it's a haunted island. It's yeah. I, I kind of want to find out That'd be where fun to go really, see. yeah.
2: You'd have to get some sort of a boat because yeah. it's surrounded by water.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Because it's an island. Mm, yeah. Seems like, it, Yeah. Yeah. Can your be islands inland when they aren't connected to the sea? Yeah, yeah, you can have. I an don't island. think so. You can have an Just inland kidding. island. There you go. Inland island. Brand Castle. Oh, this place. Heard of this shit. one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <don't... laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many people are known <laughs> to go there, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So bring some raisins. Brand Castle's pretty famous because yeah. a lot of people believe this is where Brand. Dracula came yeah. from. Um. And where Bram Bram Stoker got his idea Mm -hmm. for Dracula, because there was a person there. They don't even know if he actually lived there or if he just stayed there or what. But there's a story behind it. So his name was Vlad the Impaler. Yep. Due to his violent means of basically impaling everybody that was his (laughs) enemy, he he liked impaling. He just freaking impaling everybody. And they he's like bloodthirsty, and they were just like he's kind of crazy. Maybe he was just drinking blood. So, that's where, and he came from, I, I think it was like Dracul, the family of dragons. So, it's like, that's where you get this Dracula. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's, don't follow anything I just said there. Just believe it. Don't worry, I didn't. But no, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler was a real person. He, yeah, the son of Dragon. So, that's where he got like Vlad Drac, Dracul. Mm-hmm. So, Dracula, yeah. Vlad, he impales people, bloodthirsty. So, that's where you get the whole like Dracula in this castle. Mm-hmm. Um since then, uh, so there's been like tons of death there, tons of torture, just like that mushuma or whatever. Yeah. Um, they even have a Halloween party there. Um, oh, gosh, yeah, really, yeah, that they they Heck host, yeah. and it's all you know, vampire-based and Dracula and stuff like that. So, <clears> but they believe that Vlad had killed 80,000 people in his lifetime. Jeez, so obviously, there's gonna be some ghosts. He's working hard, a lot of people. Yeah, did he impale all of them? He impaled a ton, yeah. Jeez. So um, lucky for us, mm-hmm. a Tampa, a Florida-based ghost hunting team went and investigated the castle. It's a Heck four-person yeah. team, and they went there with um all the tools that you'd like to have as ghost hunters: spirit box, mm. dowsing rods. And they went and spent like six hours there trying to talk to Vlad. That's himself. it, just six hours. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's the time all they could book. Yeah. <laughs> Split we got a birthday party at 7. Sorry about
2: that. We got 6. Are You burped on the podcast. Yes, oh, I did. I tried to
1: turn away. Yeah, you did. Sorry about that. Vlad's coming in. <laughs> yeah. The spirit. Spirit's the coming Vlad. out. So anyways, um, holding a dousing rod in each hand, McGuire mm-hmm. M- asked a series of McGuire. Yes. Is it McGuire? Oh, I yeah. I would think so. <laughs> like Toby or Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This lady, okay, yeah, okay, she uh started to ask yes and no questions. The easiest of all ghost questions. Yes or no, are you a ghost? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I would ask. <laughs> Spread the dousing rods outward for yes and move them inward for no. Oh, you okay. Push them out, push them in. In you and Told out. the ghost. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Vlad was also known as Teppes. Vlad Teppes. Yeah. yeah. They asked the spirit, These yes and no questions. She asked to spin the rods if he was once in prison there. They spun fast. Heck yeah. He was there. She asked Teppies to answer yes or no whether he used the castle as a military outpost. (laughs) Guess what? They moved inward. Mm. So I think that was a yes. I think so. Yes, and move them inward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he was there imprisoned, and he uh, also had military outpost. So there you have it. That's wow, it. Cool. Teppies was only in prison there. Oh no! So it was a no. No, oh. he didn't have a military outpost. Yes, he was in prison there. Oh okay. And ask if she believes that Teppies' ghost communicate with her, and she says, "I think it's a good possibility." Yes. Ooh. So it's there, crazy. it's been confirmed that he actually didn't live there. He was in prison. Man, there. speaking but it's of still, Dracula still cool. Do you uh, remember the 1990s? It's a creepy looking castle. Team. Dracula, uh
2: Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah. mm-hmm. the movie with uh Keanu Reeves. Yeah. That creeped me out, dude. Really? It is like that movie is so creepy. Don't you think so? Like Dracula. So long was that it, I've seen that. Uh Gary Oldman I think was Dracula? Oh my gosh. How
1: but creepy. Was he real? Was... That was him, huh? Yeah. Holy crap. Uh-huh. Pretty I crazy, Gary dude. Oldman, yeah. It's uh, a that... I think it was underrated, man. It's a good one. I need to watch that one again. Yeah. I was just thinking of um uh, what's the one with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt? Oh, Interview of the Vampire. I haven't seen that in forever. Been, I remember yeah, it was, like twenty it was years. Pretty cool when it came out. You're yeah. just like two hot actors, <laughs> vampire. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> two hot actors. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So there you go. Um, it's all kind of surrounded by a lot of. They don't even think that. Um, he visited there, Bram Stoker. Oh, really? And they're like, he just kind of got the idea from a picture. Interesting. The way it looks and the way yeah. he describes Dracula's castle. But there's a lot of crap that happened there anyway. For sure, yeah. Vlad's just frigging impaling everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <clears throat> anyway, so Black Forest of Southwest Germany. Oh, this is Have you I, heard of what goes on there? Gummy bears. Uh. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> Aren't they Black Forest? <laughs> I think
2: Black Forest gummy bears, yeah. right?
1: No, but I haven't heard, no. It's a great map on Age of Empires as well. Black oh, forest. Black Forest, yeah, yeah. sure. So, anyways, so this thick, almost impenetrable, lush conifer tree, uh, forest made up of conifer trees, mm-hmm. um, is it's super thick and dark. And it was actually mm-hmm. named by the Romans because they were like, can't see anything in there. It's black, it's scary, it's black and dark. <laughs> That's what we're, we're going there. We conquer it. Mm. Um, long been, long has been the local folklore and legends about what have happened in the Black Forest. Demonic dances to Ooh. devil worshiping and sites where witches uh, would have been free to come to act out their blasphemy. Oh my gosh. There's one tale, though. This is kind of the a little newer. I, I mean, last like, what, 10 years I've known about this one. Oh, okay. That there's um, a story that goes with Der Grossman. Der Grossman. Which is Slender Man. Oh, comes yeah. Slender Man. Oh, it's the, Black Forest. The Black Forest. Yeah. Okay. And this is a little thing that parents tell kids. The, mm-hmm. This disfigured, long arm man. If you've seen pictures of Slender Man, yeah. he's pretty creepy. He's creepy. Pretty creepy. Yeah. The um his bulging pupils, tortured face will be embedded in your mind whenever you close your own eyes. Parents of the nearby villages have long taunted their children that if they misbehave, mm-hmm. they'll be sent to the Slender Man. Those who actually were mysteriously or have been sent there just have never returned. So they're Slender like, you're gonna, you're gonna get sent to the forest. So they didn't they make a movie? Enough. Yeah, A horror movies, games, and In everything games, like yeah. that. It is pretty uh, creepy little story. Um, and that black forest, like looking at pictures of it, it it does look like super thick and dark and scary. Yeah. They make ham there too, right? Oh, I love black forest ham. Yeah, yeah, eat that. <laughs> um, Pavoglia Island, Italy. This probably would be the most scary to me. Really? Okay. Yeah. Known as the most haunted island, so water around it, all the way around, all the way around. <laughs> 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 P- uh, pull- <laughs> Poveglia sits just off the coast of Northern Italy near Venice. This, the history of this Island has all kinds of terrible things Mm -hmm. for one. Um, basically anybody that had the plague. So it, it existed through two of those mass, the, the black plague. And then, um, what was the other one? Coronavirus. That's it. (laughs) Still sending people there. Still sending people there. Anyways, um, it, a couple of plagues. Yes. Okay. Um, Basically, it was a quarantine for people to go there and die. Sure. And then later in the 1800s, it became a mentally ill asylum. Oh my gosh! The asylum was poorly constructed and was used as a place for exile rather than rehabilitation, which is basically what all mental illness hospitals they were. weren't treated. They were just them. to get people away from yeah. everybody. Yeah. And there are rumors that in 1930s, the doctor that performed strange experiments on these patients eventually he went mad and jumped from the tower that still exists there today. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was through the bell tower that was removed decades ago. I uh, see that's, that's, I got some mixed, mixed signals information there because, um, I like the pictures I've seen, there's still a bell tower there. What's even more creepy to me is that by mid 20th century, they converted into a geriatric center. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, let's just make this the creepiest place on the planet. Which closed in 1975. They figure like over 160,000 or more had died in this location. <laughs> wow. Today it's still there, the entire line, the entire island is abandoned and locals and tourists are prohibited from visiting Why? it. Fishermen even steer clear of it because they're so creeped out by it and they they've seen apparitions and people walking around on it. Of they've course. also heard the bell still uh-huh. that doesn't exist anymore. You don't want to hear that. No, that it's, would creep me out. Yeah, no thank yeah. you. Thrill-seeking travelers have heard screams. Human bones have washed up on shore. Femur? A femur, femur bone. bone? Yeah. And the island's soil is said to be made or composed of 50% human ash. What? Yeah. I'll bet that is lush soil. Terrible, right? terrible place. Yeah, it does look pretty creepy. Um, Grow some corn. And I didn't even know it existed. I didn't either. It's still sitting there today. You can see ghosts and stuff. Cool. You can find yourself a bone. Yeah. You can find yourself a bone. Cool. The um The last one in Europe, obviously, is the Tower of London. Oh, because there's been a lot. That's a that's a big one. A lot of people say it's super haunted. I didn't know that the tower um, has over a thousand years of history with ghastly happenings, including gruesome executions, murders, and torture. Visitors have noted experiencing repulsive smells. It's just England, right? Yeah. (laughs) What is that? That's ice cold. (laughs) Um, Speaking of stinky smells, when we were in Salt Lake, that's all I the whole place stunk. Remember? Did it? Like it just smelled like sewers. Oh yeah, There was, I was like, yeah, man, that wasn't bad. So we were downtown, though. We were downtown. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, people experience these repulsive smells. Mm. Rooms get ice cold, and ghosts surrounding the tower kind of show up. But there's a lot of like uh, historical figures that show up quite often. Oh, okay. So let's talk about that. Yeah, the most notorious is Anne uh, Boleyn. You know, she was beheaded by mm. Henry VIII. She's been spotted a number of times, wandering the grounds, holding her severed head. What's she going to do with it? That's pretty cool. Going to have to hold it. Pretty cool. Yeah. At least she has a cool way of scaring people. Yeah. Um, Other ghosts at the tower. tower. Um, Henry VI. Yeah. Appeared at the last stroke of midnight. He'll just show up. So you got to be there. Lady Jane Grey, killed by Mary Tudor, or Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, the person that was killed along with her was... um, Lord Guildford Dudley.
0: Mm. So
1: those two were murdered there, um, and she can be seen as a lonely figure wandering around. He, unfortunately, can be seen sitting in the cell and weeping late into the night. A little sad man. Poor guy. He's been known, or it's been told that he carved Jane's name into the wall, too. Oh. Misses her. Misses old Jane. So that sucked, though. Yeah. You're scaring people by just, like crying in a cell yeah it's not fun Margaret Pole was a victim of one of the most um gruesome and botched executions in history I didn't know about Ooh. this one count um basically she was sent to be beheaded but she refused saying so should traitors do I am none Like a man. Okay, yeah. When the executioner raised his axe, she ran, and he chased her all around just hacking at her until she was killed. (laughs) Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah.
1: That's horrible. Her ghostly screams can still be heard on the Tower Green, and a few visitors claim to have seen the ghost reenacting the chase. She just runs around. It's
2: better to just let
1: your head get cut off. So pretty horrible. Yeah. Uh, White Lady. Uh, They don't really know who she is, but her presence is typically announced by an overwhelming smell of cheap perfume Uh, so strong it has made several tower visitors sick. Sounds like a white lady. So if you start smelling perfume when you go to the Tower of London, there's a good chance a white lady's going to show up. Yeah. A few visitors reported being tapped on the shoulder. Turn around, no one's there. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's the worst. A wisp of white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Edward V and Richard, Duke of York, imprisoned by their uncle. Two little boys purportedly murdered on his order. The figure of the two lost boys wearing nightshirts, holding hands, are frequently oh, seen gosh. in the White Tower. The, that that sounds creep creepy. Yeah, yeah, and they can also hear children giggling. I don't like that.
2: I don't want to hear a child giggling. I don't either. That's I'd a rather bad see sound.
1: a ghost carrying her head. Yeah. Um, Sir Walter Raleigh was imprisoned in the tower once, a uh, secret marriage, and, and for treason. Following his execution, his ghost began wandering around the Bloody Tower as well as along battlements known for, uh, and they're known as Raleigh's Walk. Ah, anyway, and a few more. Uh, her identity, um, gray lady, is another one that just kind of wanders. How do you determine if it's gray or white, if they're a ghost? Uh, the different colors. One of them taps you on the shoulder, the other one doesn't. Yeah. Um, But she is sexist. The gray lady will only reveal herself to female visitors. Oh, my gosh. She's she a does feminist not, ghost. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she'd become more popular lately. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> right. Um... Arabella Stewart, in prison and died in the Tower in 1615. Conflicting reports claim that she either stopped eating or was murdered. She haunts One of the, the Queen's House.
2: She either stopped eating or she, <laughs> she was we murdered. We don't know.
1: She dead. Can't remember. Yeah. Can't remember. Yep. Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Um it is said that you can hear his screams and cries from the Council Chamber in the White Tower where he pre- he was prepared for execution. So, sure. a lot of stuff going on at the London Tower. And a number of spectral animals have been heard over the years, including monkeys, lions, horses. Monkeys? But only one has actually been seen. A guard at the tower claimed a ghostly bear charged him, though the guard attempted to bayonet the animal, which kept coming at him. Soon the sword went through the animal, and the guard was carried sentless to his quarters where he died two days later. Super what? weird, yeah. So there's like ghosts of bears and white and gray women Jeez. and a bunch of beheaded people. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So anyways... The Tower of London. um, If you're into ghosts and mm-hmm. scary stuff, that apparently seems the hot spot. Man. There's a good chance one of these twelve people might show up. I
2: love. It. It's like we don't know. She might have just stopped eating. You know. <laughs> yeah. She. We don't know. She's that or murdered. Yeah. But you know, eating is like super important. And it is especially in a in a best segue everybody. in a time. When, um, you know, resources might be scarce. And so that's why we think you should get some Nutrient Survival. It is made with real ingredients. It's made in America to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert. Perfect for today. Ready for anything ahead. From hearty, delicious entrees to nutrient-dense snacks to immunity-boosting drinks and strength-building shakes. Each with 40 essential nutrients available in handy singles, daily use pantry packs, durable cans, and three to ninety day survival kits. Keeping your world safe and your body in peak condition. Cam, this don't turn into a goat. No, this isn't cheap, empty calorie, bland food storage. It actually has nutritional value and it tastes delicious. Okay, head over to nutrientsurvival.com, use our code CASUALPREPPERS, and you're gonna get 10% off your order. It's good stuff. I promise you guys, it's way
1: healthier than any other thing. You're Anything storing, I I'm eat, I'm certain.
2: <laughs> I'm certain of that too. So let's move on to North America, starting with our friends to the north in Canada. Very north, yeah. This one I've actually seen with my own two eyes. Really, the Banff I know you'd been up there. Springs Hotel. <sighs> It is is a beautiful place. I would like, like, love to see it. It is super cool. And since its grand debut over a century ago, guests and staff alike allege that many unique spirits haunt the Fairmont Banff Springs. One such ghost is old Sam McCauley. He's an elderly Scotsman. He served as the hotel's lead bellhop through the nice. mid-20th century. Bellhops. Scotsman. Yeah, he's a Scotsman. Um, let me show you one of <laughs> these bigs. Uh, those who come across Sam indicate that he is incredibly helpful and kind. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's a Some good ghost. even stating that his spirit had actually assisted them. It's like oh. a walk-in, can't get anybody to find you. Friggin' ghost comes over and helps you to your room. Right? <laughs> Nothing better. Uh, one famous tale involved two women who called upon the front desk for service af- after their guest room key wouldn't work. Friggin' key wouldn't work. The bellhop did not respond for 15 minutes. They walked back to their guest room, defeated. They're like, I don't know what we're going to do. But then another hotel employee matching Sam's description approached their door and, and unlocked
1: it for them. He's got to look pretty old and like...
2: Well, I don't think he ages in death. Wearing a kilt and everything? No, I don't think so. The bellhop staff, uh, the front desk that night, were stunned to learn that such a figure had manifested to help the two women. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's still That'd just getting the job done. Just getting the job done, still doing his thing, right? But the the most famous of the specters here is the bride. Um, her story harkens all the way back to the oh, 1920s. yeah. I think I did... Do- Yeah, Yeah, this one's kind of famous according to the legends a young couple once decided to get married at the Fairmont Banff Springs and it looks like a great place to get married it's it's an amazing looking building it's insane it looks like it should be haunted already for sure Um, the bride looked beautiful as she descended down the hotel staircase that day adorned with a gorgeous white wedding dress as they usually do unfortunately something unusual startled her greatly and she stumbled down toward the floor below some stories state that her heel caught the banister while others insist that a candle nearby glanced off her clothing. I don't know what that what means. Mean? I don't know if like it was like gonna like start it on fire and she was like and then she Whoa! fell. I don't know. That was a candle. Nevertheless, she uh, perished during the fall. She died. Since then, countless people have reported encountering a veiled figure gliding across the stairwell. Oh wow. Her shadow billowing as if it were an ornate gown.
1: That sounds kind of cool. It does sound kind of cool, huh? Beautiful Anyways,
2: place. I won't even bother by it. Yeah, that's the Banff uh, Springs Hotel. Pretty cool. That one's cool. Yeah, the Bowman Arts Center. This is, used to be the Bowman School. This is a quick one, but uh, it's haunted now because, as the tale goes, a young Chinese girl. Where is it at? This is uh, the Bowman Arts Center. It's in Ontario, oh, I believe. Okay. Still up in Canada. Yeah, this is all in Canada. As the tale goes, a young Chinese girl was mistaken for a boy while wearing traditional clothing. In the women's washroom, she was beaten as punishment, and I think she Not died. Today's no um, standards. So now, still, the sounds of a young girl crying are often heard in the women's wa- washroom. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. This place, the Charles camsel Hospital. You see the the picture there, Cam? It looks like it was built to be haunted. That's like it's I, ready. Some to of be these haunted
1: home. places are incredible looking. Yeah.
2: It's best known for flickering lights, screams at night, and security guards posted to keep would be go- like ghost hunters are coming all the time to check this place out. It opened in 1945 at a Jesuit college, becoming a federally operated tuberculosis sanatorium for Inuit and First Nations patients. Um <laughs> Anyways, Roy Orbison actually checked in with bronchitis for more than a month in 1984, which is kind of an interesting thing. But anyways, it's been vacant for the past 15 years, and the building's mystique has been bolstered by rumors of rampant abuse and legends of a mass grave. Since the closure of the hospital, visitors have claimed to experience feelings of discomfort and overall eerie and unsettling feelings within the vicinity of the hospital. Legend has it the screams of past patients can be heard from the fourth floor, and that's the psych ward, as well as footsteps throughout the hospital. This is the scariest part. Some have claimed to have seen a ghost of a teenage girl who appears to have ripped out her fingernails. I don't know if she's just, like, walking like this. I wouldn't even
1: pay attention.
2: I was like, there's a ghost. There's a ghost. And I was like, did you see her fingernails? I'd be like, oh, no, I didn't notice. She's <laughs> like, my wife's like, do you like my fingernails? You didn't even notice. i yeah. like, no, I didn't notice. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I didn't. Sorry but <laughs> I, I don't notice those types of things. That hospital looks like, um, if you play Daisy. that is a That does look that like, like a Daisy hospital. It definitely does. That's cool.
2: And we're going to go to the Dean House in Calgary, Canada. Built in 1906 uh, for looks for, pretty boring. I yeah, know it kind of does. <laughs> for Fort Calgary's superintendent during the Dean Houses years as a boarding house, many tragic events occurred. And when that happens, they usually get haunted. In 1933, a 14-year-old boy committed suicide in the yeah, attic after being bullied at school for his epilepsy. Jeez, boys got epilepsy, just beat him up. <laughs> like that's so mean. <laughs> that is mean. God, people are kids are so mean. In 1952, a tenant named Roderick <laughs> Umperville stabbed and strangled his wife, Irma. Okay. While his children looked on, then killed himself in one of the home's apartments. Yeah. So, as you can see, bad things are going on here. After Alex Brotherton died in the house in 1968, the Dean House's violent and tragic past cemented its reputation as one of Calgary's most haunted houses. So, boy... A murder, Mm -hmm. suicide, and then this other guy. And another dude just died. He he just died in there. Probably stopped eating like everybody else, apparently.
1: (laughs) That's been the way to go.
2: One famous story tells of an old telephone that occasionally rings despite not being connected and without any wiring That's pretty creepy. I mean, for me, I'm like, it rings once, I'm taking it out of the house. I'm not just Mm going
1: to leave it there, right? Yeah. I don't know. What's one of the creepiest, like, just things, like... We talked about children screaming mm-hmm. is like one of the creepiest things. Now, that would be pretty creepy. A phone ringing. Yeah. I'm telling you like anything that has to do with like a mannequin or like a tr- ventriloquist doll. Oh, I got one for you. Oh, you dude. do? Yeah, I got oh, one man, for you. Oh man, that stuff creeps me out <laughs> so know. bad. I don't know why. My kids
2: used to hate um <clears throat> the ghost goosebumps show. The, yeah. The dummy or whatever. Yeah. Night of the dummy or whatever it was. Yeah. What to is the creep
1: of what out. is his name? Spanky? Uh, is it something, something like, that? like that? Yeah, it's slappy. Something like, slappy. That's slappy. what it is. Slappy. Yeah. Spanky. Spanky. Close
2: enough. <laughs> You're gonna slap him when you spank. It's all the same. <laughs> Spanky's the brother. <laughs> Spanky. It's the goofy brother <laughs> ventriloquist dummy. Um, yeah. Other visitors claim to hear voices and footsteps, smell cigar smoke, and hear an Ooh. antique piano play by itself. Now, that, that actually
1: that, sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds
2: like a nice evening, right? Mm. Yeah, this is this I ain't even scared. Atmosphere's great. Sounds like here. a man's house. Yeah, staff members have also reported dark apparitions, missing legs below the knees, floating down the stairs, Ooh, and yeah, disappearing. That's yeah, this one I wouldn't want to see. This one, uh, this is all in that same house. Same house. Wow. In the attic, storage bins appear to have blood stains on them that can't be scrubbed away.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs>
2: can't get rid of them. Yeah, this is like just a I've playing it over
1: and over. It just keeps coming back.
2: This is just like they threw every weird ghost they did, yeah. thing at it. Another one. Let's a, pull a bunch of stories from around town. Put, put them, them in all this. in one house. Yep. The ghost of a native man, his hair in a single braid, and wearing a long-sleeved shirt and vest has been seen haunting the home.
1: <laughs> I think dude just <laughs> lives there.
2: Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you guys are in my Look house. At that creepy
1: ghost. He's like,
2: I own the place. I've owned this place for 10 years. Get out. <laughs> Smoking a cigar, yeah, anyways, <laughs> playing piano, yeah. So that's
1: kind of a crazy place. That is the Keen. uh, no, the Dean has a lot of stuff. I yeah, mean, it sounds like you would at least see something if I you know. went And saw that, so the this house one itself looks kind of boring. It is, it's
2: pretty boring looking. Um, now we're gonna go to the Ferkins home. This Ooh. is one Cam wants to hang out in for sure. This it's, this is, uh, it's haunted, oh man. by not one, is but like one of those three ghosts in this house. The first is a floating woman in a white dress. Boring. Seen it before. Classic. It just you know, <laughs> this is just a trope that everybody kinda has. And then the, the second one is a sickly little boy. Uh, uh, I don't wanna see no sickly little boy as a ghost. Yeah.
1: Comes up, he's rubbing his nose. You wanna go play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, I don't know what he's gonna say. He's gonna say something like that.
1: Wanna go play, eh? Isn't <laughs> yeah, he? He's
2: from yeah, he's a Canadian. No. Yeah. I play hockey. <laughs> You kind of had a British accent yeah, there, well. a bit, yeah. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah, You're a little French. <laughs> yeah, French. There, there you go. The third and possibly most terrifying is the ventriloquist dummy that can mysteriously materialize inside cupboards, no, cupboards yeah. and even move around on its own.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. That stuff I don't know what it is, man.
2: It is creepy. Just super creepy. That's a Seinfeld episode too. You have to see what that. What is? One. Uh, there's What's his name? Um his neighbor has a, a ventriloquist dummy or like oh, a little does? doll, and they have to switch apartments for some reason. So he goes and so Jerry sits there again, or and, and he can hear it like walking around. Like <laughs> you hear this, like what? <laughs> these footsteps and stuff. And so uh, <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's yeah, a good one. Anyways, so now we're going to move on to the Walterdale Playhouse. This is in Edmonton's theater district. It's over 100 years old. It sounds awesome. And some swear that it's haunted by a ghost named Walt. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Who is Makes Walt? Makes sense. Uh, the playoffs actually used to be a fire hall, a firehouse, right? Um, and Walt is said to be a firefighter who died there in 1910. But how do you know when Walt's there, Cam? It's very easy to tell because you hear the sounds of bells, horses, you get that whiff of manure. <laughs> that's when you know Walt's around. <laughs> you got to smell that? It smells like cash. That's just Walt. <laughs> Walt's hanging out. Walt's hanging out. So that's a that's kind of a good one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. The manure smell. You ever uh, You ever been to a Old Spaghetti Factory, you know that we have the Spaghetti Factory here in Salt Lake. Yeah, you can go to this one is the old Spaghetti Factory. I've been to Spaghetti, old spaghetti factory. factory. This is in um Canada somewhere. Well, isn't
1: isn't there an actual hotel or a hotel a restaurant chain that's called the Old Spaghetti I think Factory? So. I don't know. I've eaten at one. Yeah. Anyways, not this one. This one is in Canada somewhere. Um There's the a fun fact. Yeah. Did you know one strand of spaghetti is called spaghetto? Mm. <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh. laughs> yeah. That's stupid. You want a piece of spaghetto? <laughs> what about spaghettios? Spaghettios. spaghetto's. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I don't know. That's interesting. I thought it was interesting. Thanks for that. I saw
1: that. I like, <laughs> yeah. like well, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. So the old spaghetti factory, uh, there was a sighting. The first sighting involves a tram conductor from the number 53 old trolley car that patrons think of as just part of the decor, right? They got a trolley car in there. It looks, it adds to the atmosphere. But some say that the conductor died in an underground collision beneath the restaurant. While others believe his ghost appeared... Underneath? Yeah. Like, collide with another person? No, there was like a... There's like a tram underneath Oh, a tra- the re- oh, like, the tram. Like a, a tunnel, right? Well, that sounds even cooler. I know. While others believe his ghost appeared when the tram was installed, like it came with it. It was like a feature of the tram. <laughs> you did this and you get the ghost. How
1: you bring a tram in? Well, what kind of ghost you bring Yeah, you're it? gonna
2: bring a ghost with it. Guarantee it. <laughs> Either way, many say that the Old Spaghetti Factory staffers have spotted the ghost in full uniform inside the tram after the restaurant empties out in the evening. The second ghost is a little red man, they call him, with flaming auburn hair and a penchant for mischief. Mm. He's just like, red hair. A little pissed off man. He's just always getting into trouble, <laughs> causing problems, and, you know, eating spaghetto, probably. Spaghetto. Yeah. One piece of spaghetti. Yeah. Rumor has it that he roams around the kitchen Whispering to staffers and calling them out by name, like "damn, Cam. <laughs> and you're trying to wash some dishes or something, <laughs> right? Just forget all. just forget all. Give me a piece. <laughs> I wanted to meet them all. <laughs> yeah, yes, something like that. The third ghost was spotted by a waitress who saw a young boy running around the restaurant during her closing shift. She was so scared by the incident that she resigned on the spot.
1: Done. Sounds
2: kind of like a thing. Like I just don't want to work here anymore. Yeah, that's telling. I saw a ghost. Like that. Tell them I saw a ghost. Look, you got ghosts
1: here. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, it's a great place to work. Yeah. I love the 401k. You guys have done a lot for me. Love the health yeah, insurance. But I saw a ghost. I'm got, done. I'm
2: out. You got, you got damn ghosts. And that's one thing I can't deal with during my shift. Yeah. So, anyways. That does
1: sound like an excuse. Mid shift, a lot of people come in. You're, yeah.
2: I saw a ghost. I'm out. I'm out. The same spirit has also been seen bending cutlery. Or oh, they're bending all up. Right? That's creepy. When, but when the staff members brought it up to the attention of the manager, the previously bent cutlery had mysteriously been returned to normal. You know, okay. Yeah, it was all bent. Okay. <laughs> Get back to work.
1: Ghosts or no ghosts, you got to wash the dishes. Okay? Sign right here. You saw it in the contract. Yeah. If I see a ghost, I ain't quitting. Uh, yeah, that's right. The fourth ghost, man, there's a lot of ghosts, was of a
2: young girl sitting at the table near the front of the restaurant holding a balloon. Now, that's creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. A friend of the general manager claimed to have engaged in a long conversation with the ghost, but when someone else approached the table, she disappeared. Yikes. That is creepy. A visiting psychic confirmed the presence of ghosts, claiming the paranormal activity originates both from a vortex found at the back of the restaurant and lingering spirits attached to the historical artifacts. No better way to get your food out quicker. We got a vortex
1: in the kitchen. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, it know, just pops up in the vortex. Yeah. <laughs> Two orders of grilled cheese. Yeah. Just go back in the vortex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so much more efficient. Yeah, the for host a restaurant. comes
2: up. You don't even have to walk to your table. You get in the vortex. <laughs> yeah. Come back out. We'll,
1: we'll take you to table three. Just walk yeah. into the vortex. I really walk right into the vortex.
2: Yeah, safe. Everybody does it. It's fine. <laughs> it's part of the restaurant. Part of the restaurant. <laughs> why we bought it. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, that's kind of a crazy deal, don't you think? That is a crazy deal. Yeah. What else is crazy? Is freaking tac pack. Those dudes, I don't know what they're doing, but they got a Vortex of some sort they that brings them gear and sends it out to you. It's your only, only connection
1: to a Vortex. <laughs>
2: yeah, the only <laughs> monthly tactical <laughs> subscription box with useful, professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code Casual Preppers Get a free $70 machine-made part from Next Level Armament. Dang.
1: I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it either. Nobody knows how they do it, but they do it. Got some no, l- lady in white, I know. Making Most water, exactly. making all the gear for him. Mm-hmm.
2: Now let's move on to the good old US of A. Yes. Yes. How about the White House? I didn't I well, no, I have heard that. I've heard Abraham yeah.
1: Lincoln yeah. haunts that place. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Or? Like, big time. Yeah, i like doesn't a lot of people go. have said that. Yeah. And one particular visit, the I prime minister. I all the time. He yeah. says, I don't like it. I'm uh, sure Biden sees him all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. That old Mr. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> the veil is thin with Biden at this point, <laughs> <laughs> as you know. He's
2: in and out. Yeah, he's in and out of this world and the next. Um, Winston Churchill, you all know by him. Oh, uh, yeah. He stayed in the Lincoln bedroom one time. He just finished taking a bath. Got out of the bath. Got his got his towel on. Probably got you know what I mean. He, he you know just picture Winston close friends with FDR. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he walked back into the suite. What do you say? We fly over here. Yeah, What do you say? Come you on, stay Winston. In Abe's Abe's room. All right, let's do it. Um, so he comes over, gets out of the tub. There is Abraham Lincoln standing by the what fireplace. Is dong. <laughs> <laughs> Four score seven <laughs> years ago I saw a dong oh that my. was long
1: <laughs> Four score long
2: Yeah I tip my hat to you, sir <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's gone <laughs>
2: I know what you did in the bathtub, Winston. <laughs> Is this the thing to do in the White House of yeah. the president? Yeah. Um anyways, so he refused to sleep in that room
1: after that. <laughs> <Sorry>. He's like <laughs> Oh man.
2: <laughs> anyways, um yeah, he didn't want to sleep there anymore. Other people have said they've seen the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Uh Teddy Roosevelt saw him. Yeah, Herbert Hoover. It's been
1: like multiple. Herbert
2: Hoover, Dwight Eisenhower, um, First Lady Jackie Kennedy, and Lady Bird Johnson both saw him. Um, The children, Susan Ford and Maureen Reagan, saw him. Wow. Yeah, Maureen there. Maureen and her husband witnessed Lincoln standing by the same fireplace where Churchill saw him. Wow. So he that's like his. That's where he likes to chill, chill out. Right. He's cold. Yeah, he's cold. He's (laughs) trying to keep warm. Um. Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Like, in, in the bathroom. bathroom yeah. <laughs> she was staying in the Rose Room when she heard a knock at the door in the middle of the night. She's like, oh, get up and see who this is, right? <laughs> when she answered, she was confronted by the ghost of Abraham Lincoln standing in the hallway. Wow. He's just always hanging out. President Andrew Jackson is believed to haunt the Rose Room. Numerous White House employees reportedly hearing his hearty laughter of him in a fit of rage. What does that mean? Swearing violently. Okay. Yeah. He's party laughter and rage. Yeah, but at the same time. Up and it's down, up and down. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he probably has some sort of mental problem. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, one of those things. Um, that
1: would be pretty creepy, the though. The
2: ghost of Abigail Adams has been seen floating through the East Room. That's quite that interesting. one's kind of creepy. The room where she used to hang her laundry. Several eyewitnesses, including staff and visitors, have seen her seemingly floating across the room with her arms outstretched. That's as if she's creepy. carrying a laundry basket. Oh, well, that <laughs> that's sucks. Less creepy.
1: It's just she's trying to reach for me, she's trying to get the laundry. You know? Yeah, she's just trying to get the britches clean. <laughs> All right? So anyways, that's the White House. Uh, remind me if I ever get invited to the White House to not. I would, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see Bring that. your
2: lucky penny. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just in case. Um, have you heard of the Stanley Hotel? Oh, sure, have yes, I think you.
1: Have. I actually have always wanted to go see it. Me too, man. It's expensive to stay at. Have you it? seen the price? It's like three hundred and something a night. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to Those stay. Those costs.
2: Work. Yeah. In the seventies, a little author, many of you might not know who this is. Stephen King mm. is his name. He was working on a, on a novel called The Stand, and he was living in Boulder, Colorado at the time. One weekend, he and his wife Tabitha they traveled an hour north to Estes Park for a weekend oh, away. They went from there, their children. Huh? That's where. He explained that the Stanley Hotel was open on its last day of the season um, when he and Tabitha arrived looking for accommodations. They would be the only guests in the entire hotel that night. And
1: King recalled... Well, that's... Man. Yeah. That's an experience. And the I thing would is creep, huge. I'd be creeped out by that, I too. would,
2: too. He recalled... There's no one else here? This is just us. He recalled hearing the wind whistling outside the room. After a night at the restaurant and bar, the couple retired to room 217. Uh, In a a lucid nightmare, this is the weirdest nightmare I've ever heard, the author dreamed of a coiled fire hose coming to life and chasing his screaming son as he ran down the halls of the hotel. He's got to have the worst dreams. That dude, he's got issues. After waking in a panic he lit a cigarette and stared out the window obviously by the time he had finished the cigarette and gone back to bed the rough outline of The Shining was fully formed in his mind yeah, yeah so like this stay was actually what made him think I didn't know he experienced like the hotel buying yeah. like just his. it's the whole thing that's man. pretty creepy I know it's really cool actually so the connection uh Stanley's connection to King and the terrifying night that inspired The Shining are the hotel's most famous and influential creepy occurrence but strange and repulsive Reportedly, paranormal happenings have been reported in the hotel long Were before this.
1: I was going to say, yeah, the of this lots stuff probably had already been
2: happening. June twenty fifth, nineteen eleven. After the valley experienced a flood, the two year old hotel's power went out for the first time. So the guy that owned it took it upon himself to install a gas lantern into each room to provide the guests with light. Didn't work out well. A leak, Burned. a leak caused a buildup of gas to form in room two seventeen. The same room that he was in. The head chambermaid, Elizabeth Wilson, entered the room with a lit candle and set off a massive explosion. She miraculously survived, but was launched from the room's entrance to the dining hall located on the first floor. Like, (laughs) she took a trip. (laughs) Man. So,
1: did she pass through the
2: floor? I guess so. I don't know how it happened. I don't know. An estimated 10% of the hotel wasn't as lucky, and one observer reported seeing a bathtub fly up in the air during a... Holy season. cow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. After waking up from a coma, she returned to work in 1913 and remained an employee of the hotel until 1950. Like, a really long <laughs> it's time. It's fine. It's fine. Just Look, another... We'll pay you a bunch. Just another no day workers at the count. office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her spirit is said to still inhabit room 217. She
1: ain't giving up on it. No,
2: but reports claim super weird that it happened in that very room. I know. Reports claim that she she's typically more helpful than scary. This is nice. This is great, man. Hotel ghost is best. I know. Guests have shared stories of waking up to a room that was tidier than the night before, with their clothes folded and suitcases organized. She has a little bit of like OCD, like she can't have your stuff all over the place. So while you sleep, she fixes stuff up. This is even worse. This would scare the freaking bejesus out of me. One couple told a staff member at the Stanley that their bed was made around them during the night with them still inside of it. <laughs>
1: oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, it's like, um, no, thank you. Did we get in this? What happened? How did this happen?
1: Anyways. I thought I can say they woke up with their clothes on. Like, no. <laughs> you got <a> dress? <laughs> she dressed.
2: She dressed us. Who dressed me? Um, if you're considering staying at this famous hotel and you aren't married, you may not have the most restful night if you choose to stay in room 217. Unmarried couples... I wonder how often that gets booked. I don't know. Unmarried couples have reportedly a chilly presence settling into the bed with them as they've slept. Some hotel guests, uh, tour guides, believe a ghost of a child with autism wanders the property and plays with guests' hair. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's an autistic child ghost (laughs) running around playing with hair of the guest you know Comforting. Yeah. Rolling in his fingers. That is pretty creepy. That is pretty creepy. Um, uh, room four oh one is according to some the creepiest room in the hotel. Four oh one, huh? Four oh one. And is thought to be haunted by an unfriendly Man, how many rooms are in that <laughs> a lot. An unfriendly male ghost by some accounts. Women have claimed that they were inappropriately touched by an unknown presence while standing in the room's closet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ego. Hello. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boob. Boob. Uh, That's crazy. I don't know, no. It's crazy. And then one man claims he witnessed his wedding ring inexplic- inexplicably move from the bathroom counter and fall down the drain of a sink in the bathroom.
1: Well, that sounds pretty.
2: <laughs> I don't know, babe. Yeah. A ghost did it. <laughs>
1: he touched me, too. And I don't know who touched right, those ladies. It, it touched me. <laughs> Anyways, that is going at film man That that is the Stanley Hotel. Ah, that's crazy. I didn't know all of that. Lots of crazy stuff. I know there's been there. a lot of like ghost hunters go mm-hmm. there and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I had no idea about the explosion. <laughs> Just <laughs> how boom, about- and you're sitting in the dining hall. <laughs> what happened? In a coma, in a, I guess. Okay.
2: How about the Eastern State Penitentiary? With its looming gloomy high stone walls, crumbling corridors and stark cells that once housed thousands of hardcore criminals, Eastern State Penitentiary certainly looks haunted. Its 142 year history is full of suicide, madness, disease, murder and torture, making it easy to imagine the spirits of troubled souls. Like, you know, it's haunted. They did some crazy things at this place. They used the iron gag. Have you ever heard of this thing? I have not heard of this the iron is gag. Not well, gonna... <laughs> I'll pretend I don't know. What I don't know. Me. Well, tell me about it. I mean, tell everybody else about it. Um, let's say you were a few months into your sentence in 1834, and you can't bear keeping your mouth shut a moment longer. That's how inmate Matthias McCumsey may have Whoa. felt <laughs> in 1833.
1: Unfortunate
2: Ah, uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> While he was serving time for manslaughter, McCumsey tried to talk to his neighbor. Apparently, that's not good. You don't talk to your neighbor. When he got caught by guards, they slapped the iron gag on him. To do this, they bound and shackled his hands behind his back. They put an iron-casted gag over his tongue. Then the gag was attached to chains to the shackles on his wrists. Holy crap. Um, Then they left him. Like all the way around to the back? Yeah, they left him. (laughs) About an hour later, he was found dead in his cell. Apparently, the iron collar ripped up his tongue and he bled to death from his tongue.
1: Holy cow. Yeah. Is that the only time the iron gag's been used?
2: I don't know. I'm <laughs> not sure. But anyways, that's the iron gag. Wow. They also had the mad chair. Okay. Yeah. Early Philadelphia doctors believed mental illness spread through the body through circulation. Okay. Like it was in your blood. Okay. They thought they could cure insanity by Believe simply me. making sure blood couldn't pump through the body. Oh <laughs> okay. Yeah. We can cure this. Kill him. But what's the best way to do this it was by restricting all movement. The mad chair was created so inmates could be strapped in so tightly it was literally impossible to move a muscle. They would be forced to sit in this chair for days without food, restricting the blood flow inevitably caused damage to the body and inmates often needed limbs amputated after spending time in the mad chair. The mad chair. So this is kind of just to show why this place is haunted, some of the things. The last one I'll tell you about is the water bath, which sounds normal. (laughs) You know what I mean, but yeah. it's not. If you broke oh, the nice. if you broke the rules during the winter season, you could be subjected to another horrific punishment. A guard would dunk your head in ice cold water, then hang you on a wall at night outside. Holy crap! The frigid air would cause your skin to ice over before morning, and many didn't make it through. That's a
1: nice place. Anyways, there's there's lots of ghosts and stuff there. It's crazy. Water bath. Mean to be. Yeah, I'll take a water bath. <laughs> do you want the water bath? Do you want the gag, gag. or do you want the mad chair? Mad chair. Well, well I'll do the water uh, bath. Gonna, that I've been stinky. I nice. it. <laughs> You're dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's this one here is probably the
2: craziest. The Winchester Mystery House. A lot of people know about this. They did a film on this not too long ago, a horror film. I didn't see it, but anyways, the Winchester Mystery House is a mansion in San Jose, California. That was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of firearms magnate William Wirt Winchester. We, 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 William Wirt Winchester. I always um, wanted to visit that place. Me too. The house became we its, close. a we tourist close. attraction nine months after her death. They're just like, we're going to make this thing a place to come just see like that. right after she dies. The Victorian and Gothic style ma- mansion is renowned for its size and architectural curiosities. It is sometimes claimed to be the most haunted places in the world. She was known to rebuild and abandon construction in the process uh, if the progress did not meet her expectations, which resulted in a maze-like design. In the San Jose News of 1897, it was reported that a seven-story tower was torn down and rebuilt 16 times. Wow. As a result of her expansions, there are walled-off exterior windows and doors that were not removed as the house grew in size. Multiple levels, up to five, were added uh, to different parts of the home. At its largest, this is an insane thing, the house had approximately 500 Holy rooms. Crap. 500 rooms. When the 1906 San Francisco earthquake hit, the La Villa was severely damaged. There were rumors that Winchester was trapped in the home, but there was no evidence that she was there. The seven-story tower and most of the chimneys collapsed. One entire wing was destroyed along with the third and fourth story additions. Winchester had the rubble removed, but uh, had little more done to the property after the earthquake. It left doors that opened to nothing where balconies had once Holy been. crap. Pipes that were protruding from what were once window boxes. You and clean st- up the rubble. It's <laughs> yeah. all good. It's all good. And staircases that once led to upper floors that just end suddenly. <laughs> wow. Um when she died in 1922, I don't know when die. I I don't I'm sure people did. You talked
1: about a guy cutting through to work fell down an elevator yeah, shaft, I know. but yet they lived in this house. It's crazy.
2: Like- when she died in 1922, the house had 160 rooms. These numbers don't even make sense. 2000 doors. So How many two many doors per room. 2000 doors in 160 rooms. Get this number. 10,000 windows. Whoa. 47 stairways, 47 fireplaces. 13 bathrooms and six kitchens. Man. This is insane. So, why she built this? One story goes that Winchester visited a medium in Boston named Adam Coons, who told her that she and her family were being haunted by the ghosts of people killed by oh, Winchester rifles. I think I do remember this yeah. reading it when we mm-hmm. were in San Francisco. We wanted to go really bad. Never yeah. Did. And that she must construct a house for these ghosts. So she built all these rooms mm-hmm. for ghosts. And that she must never complete the project. Oh, that was part of that's it as easy. well. Yeah. I the, could do that. I could
1: do that so easy. <laughs> Been doing that for forever. Yeah. Ever. The newspapers declared that the to reason- tell my wife that. <laughs> we got I don't finish the room. We got ghosts. You gotta go for living and yeah. you finish it they're gonna need somewhere to go. And she the newspaper
2: said that she thought that she might have bad luck if she would stop construction. The theory eventually grew into stories that she believed she would die if construction stopped. That sounds like a woman.
1: <laughs> like
2: I will die if I don't keep doing these <laughs> projects. I will
1: die. Oh, I wanna paint this. <laughs> I want to sand it down and paint it again. <laughs> it's time to paint it one more Let's time. Let's hang that. Let's not hang that. Let's hang that. Yeah. Let's paint this room. Let's change this room. Oh man. So that's where it came from. Yeah, that's probably where it came from.
2: One theory was that Winchester built her house in its strange maze-like manner to confuse the spirits. Oh, yeah. They don't can't know how, make how to it find to her. the kitchen. You can't find me. You can't help me. <laughs> <laughs> that was her jam, fan. Yeah, the doors and windows that open to nothing, the unusually shallow stairs, the stairs that end in a ceiling, interior barred windows and trap doors in the floor are used to confirm Winchester's spirituality and poor state of mind. A Spirits cor- probably pissed. It's like, ugh, boo, ow, oh, dang it! That goes outside. That is just a wall. <laughs> um, according to Joel Nickel, claims that local residents heard ghostly music coming from the house are explained. This is the creepiest thing I've ever heard. By the fact that Winchester often played the pump organ in the grand ballroom when she was unable to sleep. Jeez. Let's scare myself to death <laughs> if when I can't sleep. A pump organ in a haunted house. Oh. The neighbors like, oh gosh dang! it. <laughs> Can you imagine like hearing that from yeah. outside in An the organ, middle of the night?
1: Organs are just creepy. So oh, there's no at no time are they're they creepy good to hear. and they sound like church.
2: Yeah, scary, scary is all. Get out. <laughs> Urban legend has uh, arisen claiming that she held nightly seances in the blue room or in a closet by herself from midnight till 2 in the morning, talking to ghosts Amen. about what construction should be accomplished the following oh, day.
1: Man. She can't let it go. <laughs> yeah, no, she was just Can thinking Can I go to Lowe's in the morning? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get this stuff.
2: What kind of finish should we put on that floor? <laughs> yeah, you like this color or this color? What rug would work best? <laughs> Tell me now. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, <laughs> makes all sense. Anyways, that's a Winchester house. That one's cool. Pretty creepy. Man, I regret not... It was expensive, though. It's like going to a theme park. Yeah. Super expensive. Yeah, take you all day to get through it, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Walk out a door and fall off the fifth story. How
2: about Avila, Missouri? This place has a population of 100 or so residents, but it's considered to be one of the living ghost towns on a historic Route 66. The rural village was founded in 1856, and it's the fourth oldest settlement in Jasper County, Missouri. The Avila Phantom Bushwhacker... Bushwhacker? Or... (laughs) Rotten Johnny Reb is said to haunt not only the town, but also the Death Tree. Oh, okay. Hello. It is also said that during the war, the skull of a Confederate bushwhacker was found. Rather than burying it, it was hung from a tree as a warning to other bushwhackers. We don't want no bushwhackers <laughs> around here. You remember the bushwhackers, the wrestlers? Uh-huh. Yeah, they were great. They, they, yeah. they did this thing, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as a result, the ghost of Rotten Johnny Reb <laughs> searches the town and surrounding woods for his head. And for Yankees
1: to Rotten kill. Johnny Red. I know, there's got to be some. <laughs> <No. laughs> we don't want no bushwhackers
2: around this place. <laughs> yeah. Um, many deaths were blamed on him over the years uh, with the legend of. I don't know. Johnny killed him. <laughs> yeah. I killed that boy. That's run Johnny Reb, did that? I? I guarantee I ran him over. Johnny Reb <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Officer. I saw someone. Oh, yeah, that Johnny. Yeah, right down on that paper, that it was Rotten Johnny crime Reb solved. Johnny, Johnny 100% Reb. 100% crime solve rate for me, <laughs> Sheriff of Jester County.
1: Everyone, Johnny Reb.
2: Johnny Reb. <laughs> Wanted, Johnny Reb, right there. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no head. Easy to, su- easy to spot. Okay. Uh, Anyways, easy. according to the old legend, the only way to end the curse and to put Rotten Johnny's spirit into rest is to find his skull cut it down from the tree, bury it, or set it ablaze on holy ground. Easy enough. Not hard. The problem is you can't find the damn yes. tree.
1: <laughs> or the head. Or the head. Yeah, so
2: anyways. Probably even more spooky than Rotten Johnny Reb and the ghost tree are the multiple sightings of a villa's shadow folk. Oh, oh that is a shadow folk. I don't folk. know.
1: Johnny Reb sounds pretty terrible.
2: <laughs> I've been seeing the shadow folk, huh? <laughs> um... These ghostly figures... Something have... <laughs> tells me people in this town are just crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the ghostly figures have been seen through windows, wandering through the halls of abandoned homes, and even strolling down empty roads that's in creepy. town. The shadow folk are dark figures resembling Edible. people, but they're just shadows without people to cast them. I just a me. shadow. Oh, that's Anyways. Interesting. This place is creepy. Um... The Houston Zoo. Yeah. Did you know the Houston Zoo is haunted? I didn't know that. This might be my favorite story of all time. The I Houston. I don't know why they haven't made a movie about this story yet. Because it's amazing. Hans <laughs> Na- Nagel. Nagel? I don't know how to say that. He was a German man employed yeah, by the city of Houston in 1922 um, at, at, to work at the zoo. He acted as the face of the park, wowing visitors and young and old with his ability to tame wild beasts on site. He took animals that were unwanted and earned their trust, training them to awe zoo patrons. (laughs) Right? This is pretty cool. Yeah. He was a media sensation and was popular fodder for newsreels, according to the Houston Zoo's official blog. His weekly lion taming shows were recommended entertainment this is when zoos were less concerned about conservation and education. They were places full of stunts, excitement, and occasional bloodshed. Sounds way more fun to go to zoos back then, to yeah, be honest it does. with you. His animal training style, which was more circus than respectful, is off putting to some <laughs> animal lovers. He once transported a bear of undetermined size in the back seat of his car to Houston, all the way from Port Arthur. Well, what's
1: wrong with that? I don't know. It's they got don't want a nice want, seat? They don't want bears inside in the cab? That's inside fine. the cab, yeah. Otherwise Seems like Locked they're used to nice. trail you yeah. know in a train car.
2: He also once saddled and rode a zebra.
1: That's awesome. Winning a bet
2: among friends that he could do it. <laughs> um but he had some troubles with these animals and well as well. In nineteen twenty four, he was hospitalized for three weeks from an alligator bite. Which is obviously one bite will do it. That'll do it. In nineteen twenty five, he was laid up by a raccoon and a monkey attack at the same time. <laughs> they ganged up on him. <laughs> yeah. Raccoon and a monkey took uh they went after him. In nineteen twenty eight, he was stepped on by a five ton <laughs> elephant. In nineteen thirty one, he was opened up by a leopard. Oh, he, wow, that's that bad news. Gross. Later, Caesar, a 450 pound lion, would have killed him but for the quick rescue efforts of his assistants. So he lived through that. In other times, he was injured by a badger, a porcupine, a zebra, a tiger, a bear, (laughs) and various venomous vermin. (laughs) Yeah, dude was crazy. He carried a pistol at his side at all times and was known to use use it to scare off human intruders at the zoo, according to the Texas Archive of Moving Image. You by cannot 19- go here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, yeah. Get away from oh, here. Okay. In 1925, the zoo housed some 400 animals, and Nagel was named uh, its director soon after. Most this is weird. Most of them were wild, caught by Nagel. That's insane. How does that even work? <laughs> You're in Houston. How do you catch a zebra? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's true.
1: That doesn't make sense.
2: Anyway, anyway, he was awarded a gold medal by the city of Houston for his heroics in saving a visitor from being mauled by the zoo's Bengal tiger. Probably his fault in the first place, but you got a gold Obviously, medal. Obviously, he's the one that pulled them all in. Yeah. he. It, it was a visiting park official from North Dakota that was saved from the tiger's jaws by a shot from his pistol. <laughs> <laughs> you saved. Um. <laughs> On a quiet
1: Monday afternoon. You got any animals I can train? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me train you. Tiger. A trade? Yeah, save a, your life. For <laughs> for a <trade>. Wild animal. <laughs> um, in November 1941,
2: Nagel confronted a park police officer who had spotted him behind a hedge in the park, observing three <laughs> tiny teenagers in a parked car.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, You're wild. I, I like wild
2: things I the wild animals there <laughs> Look at that kid They're around. necking in the car Oh man He should sound German I know But I'm, I'm not getting there I with can't the voice. get to, yeah, no. According to a witness statement The officer asked the teens If they knew they were being watched You're like You know that guy over there Is looking <laughs> at you What's happening? As he emerged from the bushes, the officer directed Nagel to his p- patrol car for a trip downtown to discuss whose business it was policing the park. When the officer attempted to handcuff the zoo manager, he resisted, reached for his holstered sidearm, and uh got killed by the no officer. No Six shots into him. Holy crap. Yeah. Now, he haunts the zoo. <laughs> Employees have reported eerie happenings and strange shadows. A few reports... Have his voice heard late at night, no louder than a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I ran that zebra. <laughs> <laughs> they were necking in the car.
1: <laughs> um, that yeah. is the weirdest story ever. I know.
2: And the now dude, he haunts like, the zoo. Pulled
1: all these in there, trained them himself. Yeah, and then got killed
2: because he was watching teenagers in a car. Oh my god! I know. Weird, huh? Oh wow! I, I do have one more for you, though. Okay. This is the Excelsior Hotel in Texas. This did Excelsior. Know. Excelsior. Isn't that like a I don't know. medicine? Well, there's like a... some from a movie or something. No. I'm <laughs> I, I'm just getting bits and pieces of it in Excelsior. my brain. Yeah. Um one of the most famous and popular stories in this hotel involves Steven Spielberg. Oh really? Yeah, according to local legend, That's Spielberg. A uh, hotel. Yeah it is. He was in the area scouting locations for the 1974 film Sugarland Express. Never saw it. Did you see it? Uh, No. After a long day of work, Spielberg and company checked into the Excelsior Hotel downtown Jefferson, Texas. According to the story, Spielberg experienced several unexplained happenings. He was staying in the Gould room. Gould. Gould. And allegedly tossed his briefcase on a chair, only to have him fly (laughs) right back at him. Something happened, and it just flew right back at him. There's also reports of bumps in the night and flickering lights in the room. Then the kicker, in the late evening, early morning, a small boy in 1800s clothing woke the director up and asked if he was ready for (laughs) breakfast.
1: (laughs) Dear sir, are you ready for breakfast? Would you like some sausage? Where's this place?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, That is weird. Obviously, according to the story, he immediately gathered up his crew, checked out of the hotel, and got out of town as quickly as possible. Another thing that is known for a fact is that the idea of poltergeist came from his brain a short time after the Did supposed he do haunt. He think he was the writer producer. I was going to say it. Yeah, you know, he know didn't that. direct it. I okay. don't think. I could be wrong though. Despite not direct, oh, despite not directing the movie they himself, told you, you answered your question. <laughs> he was super involved in every aspect know of that. the story and production. Well, crazy story, huh? That is super crazy. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, would you like breakfast? Would you like some? what you get sausage, in here? Sausage pancakes, eggs.
1: <laughs> get the hell out of here.
2: Jeez. You want some hash? Yeah. That Anyways, is crazy. Yeah, in he was in like 1800s clothing. But yeah. if you want like some Weird. real like awesome clothing... You should go to Off the Grid Surplus. Yeah, yeah. You really should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they inspire greater connection through adventure. They do that by creating extremely functional and everyday wearable products for a great price to take you off the grid. How do they do it, Cameron? They simplify your clothing options so you only need one piece of clothing instead of three or four.
1: One big old
2: onesie. That's right. They combine the best features from outdoor, workwear, and tactical into one everyday wearable package. Check out their site, OffthegridSurplus.com. Use our code CasualPreppers15, and you're gonna get an extra fifteen percent off. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> I think that's the saying, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. Anyways, go to Off Good Surplus. <laughs> hey, use our code CasualPreppers15. What year do we live <laughs> in? That ain't nothing to sneeze at, boy. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a grand old outfit you can buy. <laughs>
1: It'll <laughs> be uh, in the magazine
2: Good lord um, That's awesome Anyways, that is uh, some haunted places yeah. we found
1: I was going to mention one more Okay, awesome I want to talk about Brazil Because they're they, they are very superstitious there mm-hmm. A lot of weird stuff too um, But I want to talk about I hadn't heard about the Amazon rainforest Having a mythical creature Oh, really? Yeah The mythical Brazilian Encantado. Encantado, a name that roughly translates to enchanted one, is a creature that you don't want to encounter. Okay, these mysterious monsters are believed to live deep within the Amazon waters and take the shape of dolphins or sea snakes.
2: I found a sneeze snake in <laughs> the, the Amazon. Sneez- <laughs> sneez- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> that I ain't noticed. nothing to sneeze at exactly.
2: <laughs> we were getting there, yeah. We
1: were um, getting there. but lured by dancing and local festi- <laughs> festivities. And Encantado morphs into a seductive human-like figure. So you have to dance for yeah, it? Superior musical talent and beauty is irresistible to their unsuspecting human prey. Wow. Once bewitched under the spell of Encantado, mm-hmm. the victim is kidnapped and never seen again. That's not a good ending. Yeah. So these supernatural shapeshifters are frequently sighted, in the jungle residents have been known to avoid walking near the river embankments at night, fearing they will encounter... The encantado. Encantado. Legend says be wary of shapeshifters. So Hmm. we have the windwalker (laughs) windwalker. Oh my gosh. Skinwalker. Skinwalkers here Mm -hmm. and Brazil has I don't know the skin swimmers. Encantado. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a, it's but gonna be like, a Disney movie. Yeah, soon. I thought that one was interesting enough because I actually <clears throat> had not heard about that one. So wow, be careful. They if don't talk go, about it down there. But I see it. No, they talk about everything else. Every other <laughs> scary thing. Do that they? they? Can come up with? Yeah, they like that stuff. Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway. Okay, I like that. Yeah, good stuff. Well, that's the that's you, some scary stuff. That is. Uh-huh. I got a lot to visit in Europe. I know, man. We gotta go do Europe's some. look really cool. I think the stories are better in the United States. We're storytellers. That's what we're that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. We have Hollywood. It's just better. It's, it's just, just better. better. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. Thank that you. That is scary. I hope it scared your britches right off. Yeah. Ain't nothing to Ain't nothing to sneeze, ain't nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> Right, is guys. that an actual saying? I
2: don't know. I don't know where it came from. Like, it came from my brain. So, like, I don't know why I would say it if I hadn't heard it before.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> that ain't nothing to sneeze at. Well, that
2: ain't nothing to sneeze at, boy. I don't know. It's got to be, right? <laughs> I'm trying to see.
1: Uh, this is super important at the end of the podcast. Yeah. We
2: got to know. People need to know. Nothing to sneeze at.
1: Is it an actual means saying? means something that is not uh, inconsequential. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Not so a, that's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Must have read it in some. Book. I don't know where did it came read? from. Um, it must have came from something. But no, like, I don't think I've ever says. said it out loud. That's funny. Those little things. I don't ever know any of them. Yeah, so. I know it's funny.
2: Anyway, awesome. All right, boys and girls, thank you. Stay survived.